Bill O'Reilly here. It is Tuesday, June 4th, 2019. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update, and here's what's happening today in America. President Trump seems to have hit it off with Queen Elizabeth during his first state visit to the U.K., The number of Americans working into their 70s skyrockets. Joe Biden unveiling his own plan to combat climate change. Chicago sees another weekend of record-breaking violence. The city of Los Angeles, now the rat capital of America. Also coming up, my message of the day about the growing problem with homeless Americans. But first, President Trump seems to be getting along with Queen Elizabeth and Prince Charles during his first state visit to the United Kingdom. Today, politics is in play as far-left demonstrators in London protest Mr. Trump. Tomorrow, D-Day expositions begin. The number of Americans working into their 70s is way up. Researchers at the University of Maryland say senior citizens who remain in the workforce rose from 10% to 15% in the past 20 years. Major factor behind that trend is a growing population of older people with little or nothing save for retirement. To the campaign trail, where Democratic frontrunner Joe Biden unveiled his plan to combat climate change. The former vice president has introduced the Clean Energy Revolution and Environmental Justice Program. Quite a mouthful. Economists say Biden's proposal will cost about $5 trillion over the next 10 years. That is far less than the $93 trillion price tag associated with the proposed Green New Deal. City of Chicago continues to struggle with vicious gang violence. More than 52 people were shot over the weekend. Ten died. The violence on display, despite some of the strictest gun control laws in the nation. The underlying problem in Chicago is certain communities will not cooperate with police. Officials in Los Angeles are vowing to crack down on rat infestation now that the nasty critters are invading City Hall. According to eyewitnesses, the rodents are moving into the building from homeless camps circling the public property. Last week, at least two LAPD officers were diagnosed with typhus, a medieval disease spread by fleas found on rats. We'll have more on this in the message of the day coming next. But first. We have all been reading about the exodus of some Americans from the heavily taxed areas of our country to states that embrace personal freedom, small government, and lower taxes. Now, if you are thinking of voting with your feet, you need to check out realestateagentsitrust.com. At realestateagentsitrust.com, they have a great agent where you currently live who will help you sell your home quickly and for top dollar. They also have the best agents where you want to move. So they'll work on your behalf to find you a great home and be your advocate so you can buy without the stress, worry, and travel buying remotely. All the agents have been heavily vetted for their past performance and are, like you, fans of this program. They also are waiting to welcome you into their communities and help you find your dream home. So get moving with realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Three West Coast cities are under siege by legions of homeless people. Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Seattle. All those cities have one thing in common. Ultra-liberal leadership and staggering wealth right alongside the homeless. Let's take L.A. first. There are estimates that 55,000 homeless roam the downtown area in Los Angeles. Now, if you know anything about the city, downtown is away. It is east of the affluent communities like Beverly Hills, Brentwood, and Santa Monica. Therefore, a lot of Angelinos never even see the encampments of homeless that ring the downtown area. But the situation is so intense, as we just reported, that rats run wild in L.A. Not only that, disease is spreading all over the place. It is just a matter of time before the bubonic plague, carried by rats, develops in downtown Los Angeles. Now, most of the homeless are substance abusers, studies prove that. The police have been ordered not to do anything about the encampments. So, legions of people have come together, putting up makeshift shelters, sharing narcotics and alcohol, and generally behaving themselves any way they want. This, of course, is a public safety hazard. You can imagine if you lived in downtown LA and had children, walking them to school pass all this. Now, there are laws in the book against consuming hard narcotics and being intoxicated in public and vagrancy and blocking public thoroughfares. But in LA, those laws are not enforced. Same thing in San Francisco, where there is an epidemic of people going to the bathroom in the streets. That has been well publicized. There are fewer homeless people in San Francisco Estimates are about 15,000, but they are panhandling, they are ruining properties and public parks, and they are again, like LA, doing whatever they want to do. Seattle, same situation. There are estimated 10,000 homeless in Seattle. Now, the solution to this is to stop the flow of narcotics. Without the dope, these people will go elsewhere. That is what drives homelessness in America, narcotic addiction, substance abuse, people who cannot or will not work for a living because they want to be high all the time. If you stop the flow of narcotics, which again are illegal around these homeless communities, if you will, the people will leave. They want the drugs. They want to get high. Certainly, the police can do that. That is a solution, but the liberal governance in L.A., San Francisco, and Seattle will not do it. And that is the message of the day. For more commentary, please go to BillOReilly.com, where we analyze the news every night, and you can see me. Next, something you might not know. Imagine sailing the Mediterranean on a ship full of passengers you share your thirst for history and love of country. 
Gourmet Italian food, great nightlife, and relaxing poolside on the deck. Sound enticing, right? Well, you don't have to dream it. You can live it. I'm excited to announce Glenn Beck's first-ever cruise through history taking place next spring. He'll take us back in time to the foundations of our faith, our freedom, and human progress. I'm going to join as well as we sail the incredible Costa Luminosa out of Croatia. There are four different options for you, but in a nutshell, the cruise will begin in Venice, then sail on the eastern Mediterranean, visiting Croatia, Greece, and Israel. Here, you will walk where Jesus and the prophets walk, in the Holy Land, guided every step of the way. And on the sea, we'll be with you, myself, David Barton, Rabbi Lapin, Stu, and of course, Beck. We would love to share this experience as we cruise through history together. Please visit ComeSailAway.com to learn more. That's ComeSailAway.com for all of the details. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Today marks the 30th anniversary of the massacre in Tiananmen Square, China. April 1989, thousands of pro-democracy demonstrators gathered in central Beijing following the death of a prominent politician who called for liberal reforms within the communist government. Later that month, the country's official newspaper labeled the demonstrations anti-socialist and condemned the activists, saying they sought to overthrow the regime. Chinese government declared martial law, but were blocked by Chinese civilians who refused to leave Tiananmen Square. The crisis escalated until the early hours of June 4th, when Chinese troops attacked the square from multiple directions. Soldiers given the green light to open fire on civilians. Armored tanks smashed into protesters who refused to leave. Following day, a lone man publicly defied a tank, an image that was captured and went around the world that signifies the brutal massacre of innocent civilians by their own government. China has never released the official tally of those hurt or killed during the square protests. In response, then-President George Bush the Elder suspended high-level talks with China but did little else. But here's something you might not know. On June 5, 1989, one day after the massacre, the British ambassador to Beijing sent a secret cable to his government in London. That message was released to the public less than two years ago. The cable stated that UK intelligence agents believed the death toll in the square could be as high as 10,000 people. 30 years later, China views the protest as a taboo subject. You will not find it mentioned in Chinese school libraries or history books. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo released a statement at 12.01 a.m. today to coincide with the anniversary of Tiananmen Square, urging everyone to remember the horrible abuses of human rights. With everything going on in the world today, it's important to remember what real tyranny and oppression actually looks like, and it's still happening in China. We'll be right back. If you are age 75 or older, and if you own a $100,000 life insurance policy or larger, please get a pen and write this information down. Many Americans are making the decision to convert their life policy into cold, hard cash, giving them some extra money to pay off credit cards, medical bills, any number of things. Look, the economy's always been dicey. Some people need cash. There's nothing wrong with that. 
you may find the cash you need in your life policy. If you are over 75, you have a $100,000 policy or larger, please write this number down now. 844-WE-BUY-75. Totally free to call. Get rid of those insurance premiums. Stop paying them. Consider turning the policy you have into cash. The number again, 844-WE-BUY-75. Call 844-WE-BUY-75. 844-WE-BUY-75. Call now, brought to you by our sponsor, Life Guide Partners. And that is the O'Reilly Update. Again, please check out BillOReilly.com for more commentary. And please consider my book, Killing the SS, makes a great Father's Day gift.